Welcome to Biblical Christianity. This is a program that is from Kapwata Baptist Church. We have different discussions in terms of what does the Bible say about all sorts of issues relating to God, relating to man, relating to the church, relating to society, relating to community. On today's program, we have Pastor James Swanson with us. Uh, welcome, Pastor James. Thank you. Pastor James is uh, the pastor of Lefkosha Protestant Church or Lefkosha Protestant Kilesi. <laughs> uh, he was actually my pastor. <laughs> yeah, sneaking in a bit of Turkish in there. He was actually my pastor when I was studying in Cyprus from uh, about 2012, 2013 to 2016. Pastor James, welcome to our show. Thank you very much. It's great to be with you. All right. Uh, could you tell us just a bit about your about yourself, um, your your family, um, how you got to be in Cyprus? Uh, yeah, just a quick overview. Sure. Uh, we, we've been in Cyprus now for ten years. Uh, this time around, I say, because my parents moved out there thirty three years ago, and so I had. Uh, uh, three, three, four years then uh, as a youngster in Cyprus. And then we very much felt, my wife and I felt very much led to Cyprus to serve uh, the local church there. So, so we moved across to Cyprus with our uh, three, three children, uh, Noah, Leah and uh, Jacob. They were obviously uh, 10 years younger then, so I can let you do the maths. Uh, my eldest Noah is 21 now, and, and Leah is 18, and, and Jacob was was 16. So they were they were, they were young when we uh, moved across uh, to to Cyprus. Uh, my wife Rachel and I would be married uh, 25 years now. Have to make sure I get that one right. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm in all sorts of trouble. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Rachel's. Uh, when Rachel was in the UK, she was very much uh, a housewife, but did have some part-time interest in nursing. That's, that was her, her career. And so by, by the time we moved to Cyprus, I think she was doing sort of one shift uh, every two weeks kind of thing for a nursing, which was more of a, more of a hobby that she, she enjoyed doing. And so she misses that in, in the context here in Cyprus. Uh, Noah is he started a degree in the UK he then was doing a year in industry uh, with Vodafone and uh, industry seduced him and he's not gone back to finish his degree but he's doing an apprenticeship degree with Vodafone so he will he will end up taking a little bit longer but getting paid to do it and be doing it in a more practical setting which is which is much more what he what he's about yeah. Uh, my daughter Leah has just finished her, her A-level, so it's university time, and she's very thankful to go into the university she wants to in the UK, and she'll be studying to become a school teacher. And our youngest has got his last year at school, a high school, and uh, he wants to be a vet, and he, he's on track at the moment to, uh, to, to get there and to, to be there. And by God's grace and God's mercy alone, all three children are professing believers and walking in, in, in the Lord's ways. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, that's uh, that's great. Um, so we are, we're looking at the issue of the topic of biblical parenting. 
uh, particularly in light of the conference, the family conference that we have going on in uh, in in Zambia. It's a free virtual conference. We co parenting our main speaker, the TED trip. Um, and in light of the conference coming up, we just want to get into this, in, this discussion of what biblical parenting is. Um, so, Pastor James, why, why do you think it is necessary to have uh, a description such as biblical parenting? Is you know what 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 will we be dealing with in terms of parenting next? In terms of worldview, you know, philosophical parenting, post. Why is biblical parenting necessary? I mean, I, I guess you're speaking to a pastor of a Protestant church. We live and die by God's word, <laughs> and so God's word is is just the, the final authority, the final the final word on issue. And and I think also just aside from that, and then people would almost expect a pastor to say that. But if you take a step back and we look at this world, and we see this world has to be made by intelligent design. And then to me, that intelligent design is our God, our Lord. And so as, as a creator of the world, and the, the maker, he has the right to produce the manual. Yeah. And, and, and to me, this, the simple way of God's word is to think of it as a manual for, for our life. And so it, the God's word doesn't just give us uh, guidance on, on our families, but it just gives us guidance on absolutely everything and so we have a creator who knows what is right for the created in all aspects of of life and death and eternity uh, and and so that that's why my my first point would be looking at biblical parenting mm. and when you look at it when you see an action you, you just see the beauty and the wisdom of it and it, it, it's, it's there but it is counterculture and that yeah. has to be that has to be said. Yeah. 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 God God definitely wrote wrote the manual. Um and in our yeah. in our postmodern age, it is it it's it, that's an idea that's pretty much ridiculed in outside of Christian Christian circles. You had uh, mentioned sadly, how, sadly, sadly so. Yeah. What, what I find fascinating is is this. This is not to sort of uh, blow my own trumpet. I don't know if that expression works in an African context. You might have to translate it for me, Mansa. But uh, we, we, have, we have friends, and friends will often comment and say, why do your children do what you tell them to do? Why are your children polite? Why, why are your children doing that? And, and I think people can see the benefit of biblical parenting, but they want it without yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's almost like they, they, you want you want the superstructure without the foundation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is, is just uh, it, it, it cannot work. Yeah. Um, so with with you raising your family in, in Cyprus, uh, you um, you mentioned you moved there about ten years ago. So the first uh -huh. uh, uh, the, the the first eleven years of your firstborns life plus you know uh, yeah you've been married 25 years so your first 15 years in the uk and then 11 or 10 10 10 years yeah. uh in cyprus what what concerns would you say uh you and your wife had moving to uh, uh to cyprus uh and raising a family there how, how 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 did you have that discussion what what concerns did you have uh Maybe we should have had more concerns and more discussion about it beforehand. 
uh, in some ways. But no, I, I think the, the, reality, the reality is the situation was a little bit more unique for us in the sense that uh, my parents were here and I had lived here. And so me and my siblings didn't come out too badly at the end of it. <laughs> so we, we, we knew that it was something uh, that, that, that could be done. Uh, but I, I think just sort of before I, I go into that in more detail, I just think we could just take a step back because obviously you, you position this uh, particularly of, of biblical parenting in a foreign land. And, and, and we are physically in a foreign land from the UK, which is our homeland. But for all Christian parents, I think if we had the mindset that we're parenting in a foreign land, that would help us. Yeah. And yeah. it comes back to the sense that, that, that the worldview and the world culture should be a foreign and an alien land to yeah. us when we're looking at it from a biblical perspective. So some of the challenges that we, that we have here in, in Cyprus uh, and moving here, I don't think are unique to us because I think they come up in different packagings to everybody. Yeah. And, and whether you stay at home or whether you go to a, a second culture or a third culture, whatever the new buzzword is, mm -hmm. the, those same concerns will be, will be there. Now, one of the things that some people said to us, and I remember going back to the UK, one of the one of our fellow times and chatting with people, and, and someone said, well, What's, what's it like bringing your children up in an Islamic culture and in an Islamic schooling setting? And I said, well, it's great. They get taught creation. I, I said, it's great that there's a real sense of family about this, that the father figure is important. Elders are respected. Uh, the whole gender and uh, LGDB plus, et cetera, et cetera, situation is just not there. Uh, gay and lesbian rights are not shoved down your throats. And so there's a lot of things that my children have had not had to contend with by being brought up in a quasi-Islamic uh, culture. But it is a materialistic culture as well. And, and, so there's, and, and so we have this challenge in Cyprus because we're in a foreign country that we are wanting to bring our children up in a biblical way in a counter-biblical culture. But I don't think that's unique to us being in Cyprus. I think that is something that believers, God's people have to contend with around the world. Sure, yeah. some places it's easier, yeah. and some places are more difficult. But where it's possibly slightly easier for us was people expected our children to be Christians because they came from the UK. Yeah. And, and the, the, the Islamic mindset is you are born into your religion yeah. And if you're if you're a, if you're a Turk, you are born a Muslim, and, and if you deny Islam, you're denying your Turkish nationality. And similarly, their mind view is if you're a, a, a English, you're expected to be a, a Christian. So the, the children were expected to be Christians, which is which is quite a cool thing. It's, quite, it's a, it, it makes it makes a lot of conversations much much uh, easier to be had. But I think that the bigger sort of challenge that we, we have. With, with the sense that we, we, we counterculture as, as Christians, and, and this isn't our long-term home, is we want our children to share that same idea. Yeah. And, and if our children are not believers, then their worldview and, and where their mindset is, is going to be alien to ours, because yeah. we, we are 
So that, that's where some of the tensions potentially come in. And so when we came to Cyprus, one of the big prayer requests that we had for our, our, our supporters was about the children, uh, was about them settling in, yeah. was about them uh, coming to faith. Uh, because we realized that our work would all be all the more harder if our children were not one with us in it. Not not necessarily believers, but at least sympathetic. Uh, yeah. And and so we've, we've been really thankful that they, they, they came to faith at, at young age, young ages, and they're one with us in the work. So they see the culture here as not being their own yeah. culture. Uh, which, which makes it much easier for ourselves. So it, it's, it's much easier to guide people that are on the same wavelength yeah. than to be continue having 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 battles. Yeah. So we've been extremely blessed uh, by that. Yeah. And then I think just alongside it, and, and what's sort of rearing its head now more, my, my eldest son now has been back in the UK three years now, my daughter Leah is just about to go, is... When you go to a second culture, a third culture, go move away from, from your from your homeland, you, you can fear uh, a lack of confusion of identity, who you yeah. are. And, and people can almost think themselves as being more what they originally were. So you, you become more English, more patriotic, more nationalistic. And then mm. when you return home, you realize that the place isn't what you're oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, a 10-year-old's worldview of what England was like and finding out what it is like going back to the UK as an 18 year old what was sort of fields fields apart so one of the, the things that we've been challenged by sort of and working out is okay how do we how do we help them re-enter what they identify as home but haven't actually lived yeah. at home yeah and I think some of you some of you guys that have come across the site person and some of them here have been sort of five, six years and then go home and have that same, that same shock in, in, yeah. in, in reverse, yeah. as it were. So that, that's one of the things that we, we, we're, we're particularly challenged with at the moment and working, working that through. And also the other thing was because they were, because they came to faith, they were wanting Christian friends and they were in very short supply. Yeah. And so the actual COVID time for them has been really quite a blessing because suddenly their Christian friends back home in the UK have actually realized how isolated they are because they've become isolated themselves. themselves. Yeah. And, and they've, been, they've been a lot more involved with, 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 their, with their Christian friends back in the UK via social media and whatnot. But lack of Christian friends was, was, uh, was, was a challenge that they had uh, over the period of time. It got sort of easier the older they got because as they got older, then there was more African students kind of their age. But yeah. initially, when you sort of there was a big disparity between the age gap, and they wouldn't yeah. actually see their their friendships there. Yeah, yeah. you bring up a very interesting point when you say we are, as Christians, strictly speaking, we are all in a foreign land. <laughs> you know, this this yeah. world is not our home. The culture is going completely counter to. Um, to what the code by which we should live, which is which is Bible, yeah, it's a very. Yeah, I, think, I think that's why it goes goes back to what you were saying earlier, months about biblical, the Bible being the manual. Yeah, Daniel, we would all want our boys to be like a Daniel. 
Yeah. And where was he in the counterculture? And he purposed yeah. in his heart. Yeah. Joseph, counterculture situation, yeah. was faithful to the end. Ruth, counterculture situation, faithful all the way through. Yeah. Esther, counterculture situation, was meant for that moment. Yeah. What better guide could we have for our children in a counterculture situation than God's word? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and another thing that has come up from what you've said is how that each, each situation that we are in, uh, wherever you may be parenting, it comes with its own um, advantages, disadvantages, opportunities, yeah. setbacks. And it should not just be viewed as uh, because, because, the, because the Swanson family is parenting in Cyprus rather than the UK, it's all negatives. You know, there, there are different... Yeah. Uh, different setbacks, challenges, and opportunities that they present, uh, in which case you have to navigate um, based on what the Bible says as, as a guide. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So what, what, uh, what, what, what passages of the Bible have uh, sort of um, uh, helped you um, as you have tried to navigate, if, if, if there's anything specifically or um, I, mean, I think I think that yeah. they're going to be so obvious that you're going to groan because you, you, your viewers aren't going to see anything new. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we believe oh, right. we believe in the in the in the in the ordinary and most mundane uh, nature of scripture. The same sixty-six books that we keep going back to for refreshing over and over. So, bring it. I mean, it's, <laughs> the, the, the key, the key, one of the keys is seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah. And it's remembering that we are in kingdom work and it's yeah. seeking first his kingdom. And then all the other stuff is going to be added, added yeah. to you. And then again, Proverbs 3, 5, uh, lean not on your understanding. Yeah. I think one of the big problems, things looking back to an earlier question you were talking about, was uh, uh, why, do, why do people move away from biblical parity? Well, it's because the heart is deceitful. Of all things and, and desperately wicked and, and the only way we can keep our heart in check is by not leaning on it yeah but by going to god yeah. and, and seeking his counsel and uh seeking uh his his guidance and and, and that and that's very much it with, with with parenting and then proverbs is full of just good practical wisdom for for for, for life uh but parenting uh in uh for sure, and they, they'll be they'll be sort of the key ones that, that, that spring to spring to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's uh, that's that's definitely great. That there there is a a sermon that I had heard a number of years back by uh, by Pastor C J Mahaney. Uh, that the title was the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing, and thing. yeah, yeah, and it it, it it's almost so. Uh, so repetitive, you know, <laughs> but we always keep ha have to have to keep coming back to the basics and finding ourselves. Uh, yeah, as you said, seek, seek first the kingdom of God. That is uh, that is the primary the primary concern. Yeah, and God uh, in His grace will will supplement. He will add all these things, uh, whatever all these things may look like. <laughs> Sometimes we like to jump ahead. For sure. Yeah, we like to jump ahead of the of, of, of the curve and uh, imagine what this all all these things look like, and yet uh, uh, God has said He is the one who will uh, who will handle that. 
I am I'm reminded of Matthew, it should be Matthew 6, uh, where uh, we're being encouraged in the Sermon on the Mount about being anxious, right? Do not, yeah. God, God basically says, I, tomorrow is in my hands. So <laughs> do not be we, we, we like We like that, we like that verse of the family because it says you can't add anything to your stature. And as we're all tall, we just say, we don't worry. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly, truly. Yeah. So uh, any, I, I think, I think yeah. on that, there's, there's, with, with, with the biblical side of things, I think we, we have to remember that we can't save our children. Uh, our children are saved by God's grace. Yeah. And we long to see that grace in their hearts and their yeah. lives. Yeah. And if we do or we don't see our children saved, it's not a reflection of our parenting. Yeah. I think that's, that's an important point to note because I think some parents almost feel guilty that their children haven't come to faith. And there's, there's enough grief coping with a loved one not being the Lord's, never mind blaming yourself for it. Yeah. And, and so we have to remember that we, we, we can't save our children. Yeah. But we also have to remember we can't expect our children to be something that we're not modeling ourselves. Mm. And, mm. And, and particularly particularly younger kids, but also yeah. all the way through. Yeah. They become more cynical as they get older and see things differently. Yeah. And I'm sure your dad's told you that too. <laughs> I think he's seen it up close. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine certainly has. So, uh, and, and I'm seeing it now at the other end, so it's interesting. But it, it, you, you, ha you have to model, you have to give an example. And, and, and with, well, even if you're not giving an example, you're giving an example because yeah. who you are and what you are, yeah. the, the child will, will, will take on what's there. And, and so... Sometimes I cringe when I see some of the, the, the habits and the attributes of my boys, and I just see too much of myself there, and I think, how did that happen? Uh, and, and so we have to be very conscious of, of that. It's not just what we say in our devotional times together. It's not just what we say in our dad-to-son or dad-to-daughter chats, but it's the way we lead our lives. It's the way we relate to our wives. It's the way that we relate to fellow members within church. It's the way we relate to the, the stranger that comes to our door. Yeah. That's going to speak uh, and that's going to affect our, our children. So, so our bringing them up isn't just by the things that we, we say and tell yeah. them. Yeah. It's what we do and, and how we are. Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's one other thing that is a bit of a sort of hobby horse almost for me now. So many parents in this modern day think that they need to be their child's best friend. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that sort of hit you in Africa, but certainly in, in, in the UK. It's, in it's, Europe, it's, 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 it's less of an issue here, but you can, you can yeah. see it. it. You can see yeah. it. Yeah. If it, start, if it starts creeping in, stamp on it. <laughs> because, because what a child needs is a parent, yeah. not a best friend. They yeah. need a parent. Yeah. And this notion that you can be your child's best friend, almost relive your youth with your, with <laughs> with your, your daughter child, or yeah. son, is, yeah. is, 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 is just a recipe for, for disaster. Yeah. 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 I, 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 like, uh, I like what you have, what you have brought out. It, it brings to mind for me how Christianity is, 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 uh, is it's, 
to paraphrase, it's an authentic, um, it is an authentic lifestyle of obedience and faithfulness to God. So what, 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 what we're trying to model is not, we're not trying to teach, um, we're not trying to teach like some, some five steps to success, uh, you know, uh, following these steps and you will be, uh, you will be a, a, a big shot or a success in, in, in this way. Instead, because, because the Christian parent is, is living a life of faithful and loving obedience to God, the, what's downstream of that is, uh, ends up as biblical parenting. And so it's, it, it, it maybe would, would, would you, would you, would you frame, frame this uh, in, in, uh, in, 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 in your own way, but it's, it's almost like the core is to faithful obedience to God right across the board, rather than just trying to do biblical parenting on its own. And then the rest of your life is proceeding as normal. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And you, you, you will be asking me shortly how people can pray for me. And then the yeah. thing that I'll be saying there underlines what we're what we're what we're discussing here. I, if I was in the UK, I'd say I want to be a faithful man of God. But as a man of God, praise in Africa has so many other connotations. <laughs> I'm going to say I, I want to be a faithful Christian man. Yeah, uh, yeah, a, a faithful husband, a faithful father, to be a godly example. And, and, and that I think comes back to what, what we what we're saying there is is Christian parenting isn't just sitting down having your devotionals once a day with your kids and checking yeah. up that their that their internet history is on point and uh, doing those kind of, it, it's it's the whole thing yeah and uh, it needs to be consistent because like yeah. you say as we said earlier as they get older they'll see the inconsistencies yeah. and, and they will they will use them for their own or the devil will allow them to use them for their own devices. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you very much for that, Pastor Swanson. How you, you gave the segue already, but how can we, how can we pray for you and, uh, and your family and your ministry? So that faithfulness, that faithfulness is, is key. Uh, key to, 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 to the whole, the whole piece of, of being uh, a Christian, being a believer, being a man of God. It's all about faithfulness, and I think it's lost nowadays. Success is seen as so many other things, but success in God's word is by being faithful, faithful in your own walk with the Lord, faithful to your wife, faithful as, as, a, as a parent, faithful as an employee, if that's your situation, faithful in my situation as uh, as a pastor, and to be that godly example. And so how, how do we do that? Well, we need wisdom and strength. And so wisdom and strength is, 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 is where we're at. But just very practically for us as a family, uh, with this whole COVID situation, suddenly we were locked in our island, literally. We couldn't get off it. Uh, and although geographically my son was no further away from us, suddenly he felt a whole heap further away. Mm. And uh, that's, been, that's been a challenge. And particularly thinking that my daughter Leah is going back in, in a couple of uh, weeks' time, or not even a couple of a week tomorrow, and so again, we, we sort of we'll basically going back with her for a few few weeks, quarantine uh, allowing. And uh, it, it's I think the rubber hits the road in some way with your parenting when you wave them goodbye, because then it's going to really test where their foundation is. Yeah. And so we 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 long that the Lord will continue to they will continue to walk with the Lord. 
and uh, that we won't worry in an unrighteous way. Mm. Mm. Uh, and if we are anxious to cast our care upon the Lord and not try and make ourselves taller, which we know that we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you very much for, for joining us, Pastor James Swanson of Lefkosha Protestant Church. How, um, how can people you know, get, get in touch, know about what's going on with the church? Is there a website, a Facebook page? We, we, have, we have website, we have Facebook page, et cetera, et cetera. I can send the links across to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, also, we also run a, a, a prayer letter as well, so people can, can connect that way too. Yeah, yeah. We'll put them down so that people can uh, can know what's going on with the Lefkosha Protestant Church and the Swanson family and pray, pray intelligently. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you very much for, for, for being with us for this episode of Biblical Christianity. Uh, we shall see you all.